I want the fairy tale. I want the Prince Charming. She... <laughs> How do I put this? Isn't a fan of my kissing style. So we were boyfriend and girlfriend for about 12 hours. He's in a trash bin. He's non-recyclable. Catch you never. I love being in love. I love love. On today's episode of Where's Your Head At, we are thrilled to welcome Zoe Klish from Love Island Australia Season 3. Zoe finished up her time on the show as runner-up with Chris, and they continued to date once the season had concluded. But after deciding to go their separate ways, her ex, Chris, found love with Zoe's best friend, Lexi. Stay tuned to hear all the Love Island tea. Where's Your Head At is a podcast that talks all things relationships, breakups, reality TV, trending shows and everything in between. This is your new go-to destination for laughs, gossip, intimate details, advice and much more. Zoe, welcome to the studio. It's so nice to have you here. Thank Thank you so much for coming in. That's okay. Welcome to Where's Your Head At? I heard you're a fan of the podcast before you went on Love Island. You did your research and listened to a couple of our episodes. I did a little bit of like research. I was like, hmm, like just I want to hear because I think there was one episode that was like, a Love Island like episode or yeah. something, and I was like, a little bit of you know research just before going in. You got to do your research. <laughs> like exactly. you need to know what you're getting yourself into. Did you find it beneficial then? It definitely was put quite frank. There was one part actually, Anna, where you were like, I'm pretty sure like everyone that came out of your season, you're like, they've got some sort of like mental health <laughs> issues. Problems, issues, yeah. You didn't lie, babe. <laughs> I, I, was, I was being very honest. Yeah. People probably think that I was being overdramatic, but I was being deadly no, serious. honestly. Like, it was great, though. Like, that sounds like I'm, like, putting it really negatively. It was so much fun, but it's just, I think coming out of it like a huge change like it's not only a job change but also a lifestyle change Mm. like and I think that's the bit that's really like hard to wrap your head around because even like when you start a new job there's usually someone there to train you and be like do this or do this whereas this you kind of like I had no idea what like I hate saying like influencing Mm. like yeah but but it is like you know what any of that was like so like insights and engagement like I, I just clueless literally like describe myself as like a toddler like <laughs> I, I would get nervous just posting anything when i came out like just to yeah. see like a photo of a beer i was like oh fuck how are people gonna react to this i, I was like same. oh and yeah. with like a certain filter on it and then i'm like how do i want like the caption to be written yeah. and like what font like you know is that aesthetic are people gonna be like oh my god she's such a noob clearly <laughs> she doesn't know what she's it's, doing it's definitely a lot of pressure just to be mm. kind of all of a sudden in the public eye, there's eyes on you, but you've done mm-hmm. such an amazing job. Your socials you. are amazing. I know recently you spoke out about your lip filler journey, which I mm. found so inspirational because no one talks oh, about that. They, and, no, they don't know. And it's nice to see someone just being really authentic, really genuine Thank and you. just being like, this is what's happening. Mm-hmm. Like I'm getting it dissolved. I'm starting again. Can you tell us a bit oh. about like people's reaction to that? My top lip, like if you guys have seen or anyone like listening to this. So it's like thin, like there is nothing to it. And it's probably my biggest insecurity. And so at first I was like kind of like contemplating. I was like, I don't even know if I want people to see me like before lip filler. Like, you know, it's scary because there's like thousands of people Mm. and like if they screenshot it and stuff. Mm. And then I was like, I've always like, if there's one thing that like I want to use my platform for, it's to like be 
realistic and authentic, authentic yeah. and talk about like you said like I feel like lip dissolving like I've seen it spoken about a little bit by other influencers but it's not like I had so many girls message me when I posted about it being like oh what's the pain like I'm thinking of doing it I'm too scared to do it myself like you know all these questions and so I was like if I want to like encourage people to just be themselves and be real and be relatable like I need to be posting stuff like that yeah and so honestly yeah I think like I'm really glad that I did it because I feel like a lot of people were like oh my god like yeah eyes opened (laughs) and I think like people don't realize how big of a deal that is like that's putting yourself way outside of Mm -hmm. your comfort zone leaving yourself very vulnerable and like I have to commend you for it because even I was like wow this is awesome and I love seeing it from you so keep it up because that was was awesome I struggle to put myself vulnerable as well I'm so true so good on you for doing that that's a closed book yeah yeah. can't even answer the question I'm worried it'll get edited back (laughs) so do you get recognized a lot since leaving Love Island? It's honestly like hit and miss. Like there'll be some days that like quite a few people come up. Like yeah. I might go to a cafe and someone will come up or in the shops or like nights out I find. Like people have liquid courage and they're like, oh, yeah. oh my God. Totally, Still yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. Going out. Yeah, just, yeah they just all of a sudden think they're, they're your best friend. Yeah, yeah, but I love it though, honestly. Yeah. Like yeah, and it's always like, I don't know. I think it's really nice the fact that like someone's going out of their way to come over and say yeah. something nice. Like I haven't had anything mean. Yeah. So no, yeah, I love it. But no, there'll definitely be days where like, you know, I'm like, oh my God, clearly no one watched the show. <laughs> and then other days where I'm like, oh, wow, hi, yes, hi, oh, hi. Yeah. Like, yeah. Are you seeing anyone at the moment? Nah, not seeing anyone. Like, I've caught up with some <laughs> guy friends. You're single. Yeah. But no, not seeing anyone at the moment. I'm just like open to anything really. Like, I wouldn't say like, I'm like you know, out here like looking for a relationship or whatever. Like I'm just whatever happens, happens kind of thing. So if you're a guy right now that's listening to this and find Zoe attractive, what would be the best (laughs) way to get in contact with you then? Just DM me and make it honestly. (laughs) They're always open. Yeah, funny or like kind of confident. Yeah. I'm like funny but confident but not cocky but then do it between this time and this time. If you do it after this time, then that's a fuck boy. (laughs) Then if you say this specific thing. Do you get many many people inboxing you? (laughs) Do you get Um, many people inboxing you then? Not a hell of a lot, honestly. Like, and I'm someone like, I love confidence because like I'm confident. So when a guy makes the first move, I'm like, it's attractive. Yeah, yeah, so if I have to reach out, God forbid. <laughs> but you know what I mean? I definitely, I really love it and appreciate it if someone like has the confidence to like come over and say something. The DMs are open. Boys, get on it yeah. because I don't think they're going to be open that long. Someone's <laughs> going to snatch her off. Someone is. You are a catch. And not only are you a catch, you came across so beautifully on the show. Like I have to Thank say, you. you're super charismatic, fun. <laughs> you really were a breath of fresh air going in there so we are going to talk about love island next let's do it okay zoe so you came onto love island as an intruder a bomb Mm -hmm. and you absolutely blew everyone away you were a fan favorite the audience loved you from moment one (laughs) even to the point where chris was with Rachel, right? So mm-hmm. you came in at a disadvantage because you were stealing Rachel's man, mm-hmm. but still you were so loved because of your positive and amazing energy. How was your experience in Love Island? 
I honestly like loved it. Like I'm a very like social person. So whenever people are like, oh, didn't you get sick of being around people? I'm like, no, oh my God. Like <laughs> I loved it. And even like at night, like I get really scared. And so like having a whole room full of people, <laughs> I was like giant slumber party every night. Yes. It is like that, hey. Definitely. The way like we all described it in there was like staying at a big Airbnb with your mates. Yeah. Like, but except there's cameras everywhere. Like school, <laughs> it was like a school camp almost. Yeah, like, exactly yeah. like that. Because you had, um, I guess, like the producers telling you like, okay, lunchtime, okay, dinner time, okay, you can leave the table now. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you got so used to being told what to do that like when it ended, I remember thinking like, oh my God, I can't remember like the feeling of just, driving down to Woolies whenever I want to. Doing what I want. It was like boarding school for me. Like I felt like I'd Mm -hmm. gone back in time and was like back in school and I was like, oh. So I think that's why I had like a different experience because like Mm -hmm. you guys both loved it. But for me, I was like, stop telling me what to do. Oh, really? Yeah, you were over it in the end? I was over it. I was like, I've had enough. Yeah. So what was your favourite moment from the season then? I think I've said before, when all the boys came back from CASA, I mean, apart from like, you know, Courtney with Nick and Lexi with Ryan, like that was traumatising to them. We had all missed the boys so much and I really like felt bad for the CASA boys because I feel like they came in and when all of us girls got sent off for CASA, like we had no idea, no idea Mm. it was happening. So we were all like, oh, those couple of days were so emotional and you know you're just constantly talking about it we're in there trying to predict what's happening and then when the casa boys came in like we were all I think just like a bit off at that point because we'd just been through our casa and then like you know most of us didn't really click with the boys kind of thing um so then when like our OG boys came back because like obviously they sent us those videos in casa and we were like they don't even care about us like that you know (laughs) who are the things ever (laughs) literally and then when they came back and they were just as excited to see us it oh it was just like the best feeling it felt like the family was back together and like I really just was like so grateful of like our crew that we yeah. had kind of thing and it solidifies everything you're like we all love each other and all is well yeah, yeah exactly that so who were your favorite islanders then Ooh, this is like so hard because i'm the type i'm honestly like friends with everyone yeah. yeah so everyone kind of brought something like different to the table like i feel like i was close with all of the girls like me and jess for example like every day we would have a moment where we would just cuddle and be like oh, just need that because we're both like affectionate people <laughs> um and then like Courtney she'll give you her honest opinion she's there for the girls like and she truly wants the best for you Love and that. then Tina was great with like advice and everything like and once again just like always there for you and always like she just spoke so well like and then Lex like you know I was obviously really close within there and mm. it was just like you know, good to have someone like I felt like I could confide in in there. And then out of the boys, me and Az got on really well. Like we were both just like, I know, idiots and mucked around. So you've remained with friends with him now. Yeah, definitely. We're still pretty close as well. We had him in the studio and we loved him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So then a juicier question would be, who could you not stand in there? I think I'm the wrong person to ask that. I know like you want some juicy like, like, Surely there was someone that got on your nerves. Honestly, I feel like I can. I'm actually that person. Like, <laughs> I'm that annoying person that gets yeah, too much. So I'm like, I'm the person that gets on people's nerves because I'm like, oh, no one gets on mine. And everyone's like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, Zoe, so you never had any bad blood with any of the Islanders. 
you and Chris seemed perfect for one another. You had the same personality. You were both a bit dorky, which I love mm-hmm. to watch. <laughs> Let's talk about when you and Chris first met. Describe that connection to mm-hmm. me. So obviously I walked in and Rachel had just left the night before and I think everyone was a bit shook and like I'd watched um, up to where Jordan had left. So yeah. I had no idea that she had left and I was actually really keen to meet her because I was like, oh, she's getting, you know, lots of airtime, looks like heaps of fun and stuff. So yeah, everyone was real shaken up by that. And I remember when I first met Chris, he was really quiet and kind of like upset that day because I think like he was really in his head he's like you know do I leave do I go pursue things with Rachel or do I stay in and then obviously ended up staying and I remember when I first got there like you know he was really sweet and lovely but very quiet and I remember thinking like oh I might be a bit too loud for him Um, and everyone was like oh like Chris is so funny like you know he's really funny blah, blah blah and I'm like oh like I feel like I haven't got to know him yet and then I think that was when he first did like the Hans at yeah. the pool and stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> even like when we would pose for, what's it called when you take those photos as a couple? couple? Pics. Uh, yeah, yeah the couple for pics. the promos. He would like do funny poses for that. And like as the day went on, he started to like come out of his shell a bit. And then I was getting to know him and he was like very sweet. So I was like, oh, like, you know, like maybe this is like someone like I should actually pursue. And then as time went on, like I just found like, I was really comfortable with him and everything and Casa happened and I think like just before Casa when we all went on that picnic um I was kind of like unsure if I wanted to like just pursue things with Chris or get to know other guys and so yeah. I was going to kind of voice that to him and then like um Casa happened obviously mm. and then like just like having that time apart I was like oh my god like I actually really miss him and like um Aww. I think it never aired but me and Sadi were down on the like love swing when all the Casa boys first arrived because he grabbed me and was like let's go for a chat and then he was like oh I've been watching you on TV you seem really like you know goofy and out there and like you know I really like that and something in me clicked and I was like oh my god like I feel like I've never been able to like fully be like that with the guy and then that was from there where I was like oh my god like I really miss Chris like I want to you know just pursue things with him and then yeah we went all the way to the end pretty much yeah so in the villa you guys looked to have the perfect relationship like you guys were couple goals Mm -hmm. what was your relationship like outside of the villa so I think when we first came out the villa like I was super overwhelmed with everything also because um the producers had sat us down and said you know like you can't be seen or recognized in public so the first like I think it was two weeks we had to lay low I was so anxious and on edge and I feel not even able to enjoy the relationship because we couldn't even like go down to Coles together or something it was literally like we were on house arrest so those first couple weeks they were just more intense and me kind of being really worried and overthinking everything. But then after those couple of weeks when we could just do normal life, I don't know, as time went on, like I think I was just like learning that we were two very different people. And the thing is in the hideaway, Chris actually told me that he loved me. Wow. And so That's a big word. Yeah. And so I didn't say it back because I wasn't there yet. And I unfortunately never said it like, I really wanted it to work between us, but I don't know. I guess like I just noticed like there were just a lot of differences and we both wanted different things from a relationship. Like I would always say like I'm a slow burner. It takes me a while, you know, like three nights in a row together. Like that's like quite a lot for me. Whereas like, you know, Chris was wanting to spend like 
a week together or like, you know, more time than that. And that's not wrong or anything like, but it was just learning that we wanted different things, I guess, over time. I know, I think Chris, like I felt I couldn't give him the reassurance that he needed because I wasn't at the same point as him. And then Chris felt like, you know, that I wasn't that into it or not as into it as him, which to be fair, like I wasn't, but I was, I was like really trying, like he didn't think I was being open enough and vulnerable enough and like you know I was like I'm trying my best like I told him some stuff that like I've never told any other guy like I was physically really trying to be open and vulnerable Mm. um but yeah just that in the end just two different people that in a relationship just weren't gonna work out in the long run okay Zoe we've spoken about your relationship with Chris we are gonna talk about your breakup next All right, Zoe, so you mentioned that Chris and yourself broke up a couple of times. Why did you break up the first time? So basically, I think Chris was just feeling like my feelings weren't as strong and, you know, they weren't. So I think like it always kind of came out of a place of like insecurity and being like, you know, like you're not as into me as I am into you, like wanting to protect himself. And then I'd be like, you know, like I'm I'm really trying though. And then like, you know, in his eyes, he was like, oh, but like, you know, it's not kind of enough for me and so the first time like it was really horrible like we both just like lied in bed like crying like really upset like it was yeah it was really rough and then um I ended up I was at his that night and I ended up staying the night and then the next day Chris was kind of like you sure this is what you want and then I was like oh like uh like I I don't know and then I'm like no no like I'm not just gonna give up like you know let's still give it a red hot crack kind of thing okay so tell us about the second time you guys broke up so the second time um it was maybe like a week and a bit later or something like that um and we had both kind of said we'll just like see how it goes you know go with the flow and then I guess like you know Chris was still feeling like I wasn't opening up enough and all that and I was feeling like I was really trying and so then he brought it up again and was like you know I just feel like you're just not all in in this relationship and I was kind of like oh the fact that we're having this discussion like again so early in like this might be a sign so I was like yeah you know I think it might be better if we break up that was during the day and then that night he called me and he was like, oh, are you sure this is what you want kind of thing? And then I don't know, like I was like in my own head as well. And then um, I was like, you know what, let's just have like a night apart, like both have a think about it because that first breakup, like that's what I learned as well. Don't stay the night after you've broken yeah. up with someone. <laughs> Bad idea. Yeah. Did you cuddle all night or? Yeah, yeah. we cuddled and cried all night. Like, that's sad. That's it, honestly, it was. It was really sad. So then the second time I was kind of like, no, like, you know, this is a sign. Like, you're right. Let's break up. But then that night he called me like, is this what you want? And I was like, oh, actually, I don't know. Like, you know, let's meet up tomorrow. We'll both have time to think about it. And so then we met up the next day. And then we both went out to dinner and we were like, okay, like, let's really we'll give this our all if it's the third time and, you know, it doesn't work, then it's just not meant to be. Mm. And so then I think another, like, week and a bit went on as well. And then, um, yeah, we just, we ended up having, like, another phone call and, you know, he felt like I wanted to spend more time with my friends than I did with him. But I felt like I was spending a lot of time with him, like, for me, like, you know, it was still multiple nights a week. And so then from there, he was kind of like, do you think we'd be better off like just as friends? And I was like, honestly, I do think that because like the friendship side of things, we were great. Like we got on like a house on fire, like, you know, both loved being around each other, but it was just the romance. Like it just 
wasn't coming naturally for me. So that was the third and final time you guys broke up. Yeah. And yeah, that's when we did the post and everything. And it was actually like Instagram official breakup. All right, so let's talk about the elephant in the room then, Zoe. Mm. So it was very apparent on socials that you, Chris, and Lexi had become like this little trio. Who was friends first? Was it you and Lexi? Was it Lexi and Chris? So I would say it was me and Lexi from the villa. But then also I know they were like friends in the villa, but they weren't like as close as me and Lexi. Yeah. Chris and I broke up and we were like a little trio and like I said to Lexi like look don't feel like you have to stop hanging out with Chris because like I've broken up with him because they were actually really good mates some like you know bounced off one another and I was like it's hard enough for Chris like going through a breakup not having a hell of a lot of his mates in the Gold Coast like and then to lose like a good friend as well so I was like you know don't feel like you can't hang out like it's so fine like so good of you yeah and so then from there I got COVID over Christmas and New Year so I didn't see Lexi like we'd been seeing each other like three times a week like we were hanging out heaps and then Mm -hmm. I wasn't seeing her but I was like oh you know like I'm in lockdown I can't see anyone right now so I didn't even think anything of it and then I'm seeing like all these you know stories together and constantly together and at first I thought nothing of it because I was like you know, well, we'd be hanging out if I wasn't in lockdown. But then as time went on, like, I was just like, oh, like, I don't know if I'm just being a little bit crazy now, but like, they are like hanging out like a lot. So it was just after New Year's, it was the 6th of Jen and I called Lexi just to like catch up and stuff. And then I wanted to ask her if anything was going on, but I was like, oh, I feel really guilty even asking that because, you know, I was the one that said like, you know, don't not hang out because of me, like keep hanging out. So Mm -hmm. I didn't want to look a bit, crazy ex two-faced in a way but I was like oh but I just need to know just for my own well-being and so I ended up saying to her on that call like oh um like I'm so sorry if this is overstepping a boundary but is there anything happening between you and Chris and she was super empathetic on the phone and was like god I can so see like why you would think that babe I'm so sorry that thought was even in your head like no nothing is going on nothing to worry about and I was like okay sweet like felt so stupid for even asking then over the next couple of days, like they posted, like, I don't know, they just seemed to always be together again. And I still like, at this point I was out of lockdown and I still hadn't seen Lex. And I was like, oh, like, I just, I don't know. I just like felt something like in my gut. Intuitively new. Your yeah. woman's intuition. Mm. Yeah. And so then um, it was then two days later, I called Chris and I was like, look, like, I, I don't want like any drama or anything. Like, I just need to know for my own well-being like this is like it was driving me insane like it was literally keeping me up at night because I don't know I just felt a bit in the dark or like I was like if anything is to happen between them I would hope they'd have the respect to tell me first yeah Um, and so then I called Chris and I was like can you please just tell me like is there anything happening and he was like no like we're literally just friends and I was like okay like you promise like nothing has happened he's like no like nothing has happened Zoe like whatever And so I ended that call and I was like, okay, well, I've done everything in my power at this point. I've given them both a chance Mm -hmm. if there is something happening. And then 10 minutes later, Lexi called me and she was like, oh, she's like, Chris just told me about like your phone call with him. In 10 minutes. Jeez. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. And so then um, she's like, look, I promise you nothing has happened, but there is something that I need to tell you. Like it's been eating me alive and I'm so sorry, 
but I kind of do have feelings for Chris. And at this point, I just felt relieved because I was like, I'm not crazy. Like yeah. I knew Aww. there was something. So that's when I was on the phone to her and I was like, you know, and honestly still hats off to her. Like she's a 20-year-old girl like calling to tell me that. Like I can only imagine how she must have been feeling as well, like the anxiety she would have had. And mm. so she yeah, called me, told me she had feelings and I basically said go for it because I didn't want to gatekeep Chris like, we're not meant to be, we're never going to work out. So I was like, you know, there's no point. And so, yeah, I was like, honestly, babe, go for it. Like, you've got my blessing. I still want to be friends. Like, because I really did like miss her. And so then after that call, it was probably like a week later or something. Lexi like reached out to me and was like, oh, you know, like, I'm sorry, I just don't really know like how to talk to you. That was the TikTok actually with all the messages. Like, so after the call, when I messaged her and said, thanks so much for calling me, um, you know, like I still want to be friends. And then the week later when she reached out and she was like, um, I don't know how to talk. I'll kind of tell you whatever you want to know. Like, I really do want to keep you as a friend. And I'd had a bit of time to process it by then. And I was just a bit like, I know at the time I thought I could be friends, but I was like, I just, I can't be friends. Mm. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not trying to hate or be mean, but like, I just, I can't, I'm sorry. And so that was when we kind of like, I guess, cut contact in a way, but like we weren't on any bad terms or anything. I was just like best two years, but I just can't be friends. And then it was like a week later and that's when we had like a girl's dinner Mm. and I didn't want Lexi to think like I was sitting there being like, oh, let's all do a girl's dinner, but Lexi, you can't come. So that's yeah. when um, I got tailored a messenger and just be like, oh, a girl's dinner is happening. You know, it wasn't Zoe that organized it. And like just with everything going on, we just thought it might be a bit weird if like, you know, you both come to the dinner. Yeah, yeah fair enough. Fair yeah. Enough. And so then I sent her another message um, that night and I just wanted her to know that like, because I was seeing like all the hate and like everything she was copying. And like at this age, 26, if I were to cop all the stuff she was like, that's so it's much hard. to handle, mm-hmm. let yeah. alone like a 20 year old girl and like, People were, like, attacking her physically, not only about the situation. Yeah, like, calling her names, just, like, picking on physical features, being, like, you know, like, oh, like, the way you do your brows, like, just stupid, mean stuff. People get petty. Exactly, and that's got nothing to do with the situation. So I basically just wanted her to know that, like, I still loved her and supported her and, like, it wasn't making me feel good at all seeing all this hate, like, you know. And then it was about two weeks later and they'd still been posting like all these stories being like, you know, with my best friend, like my best friend, blah, blah, blah. At this point, I didn't have Chris on any socials, but I still had Lexi, like Chris was blocked on everything. So what ended up being the straw that broke the camel's back was the night that when they did that fake announcement, when they were like, oh, we just want to announce to everyone where, and then they went in for a kiss and then went just friends. I was just like, Like, I just felt like this whole time I had been so good about everything. Like, I, you know, tried to be really supportive of Lexi still. And so just to do that, I just thought it was a bit... Insensitive. Yeah. It's insensitive. Yeah, it was. Like, and because even then, like, I got to a point myself where I was like, maybe they are actually just friends because they were posting about being friends so much. I'm like, maybe it actually didn't work out. Yeah. And so I just thought the way that they dragged it out in the end, like for me personally, it was just a bit insensitive. And so that night I could have messaged Lexi and, you know, been like, that was really insensitive, blah, blah. But then at the same time, like I've said, go for it. And then what's going to happen from there? Have I got to monitor everything they do and be like, you can post that, you can't post Mm -hmm. that. Like I just thought it might start something stupid. So then... That was the night that I blocked Lexi on everything too. Cause I was like, look, I just don't want to be a part of like any of this. Like, you know, you're clearly going about it the way you want to go about it. Mm. So that's why, yeah, ended up being blocked. 
I mean, look, I feel like they definitely dragged all of this out. It's very obvious. There was some Daily Mail photos that went about. They got papped holding Mm -hmm. hands, which looked very set up. Who called the pap? (laughs) Who called the pap? (laughs) You have gone about this in such a beautiful way, Zoe. You've never spoken out about it. I know that you said there was so much to say Mm. and like you felt like you couldn't really just like jump on Instagram stories because there's so much to say. And like... Mm -hmm. I can only imagine how hard this has been for you. I can't imagine. How were you feeling like when all of this first started? Just to go back a little bit because Mm -hmm. I know you spoke about the fact that you were like feeling like you were going crazy and then you're like, oh, my God, what's happening? Like Mm -hmm. how was your mental health at that point? Oh, at that point, yeah. Like I think like honestly like I'm not a reactive person like just in general like say even like if a car pulls out in front of me, like, you know, I don't even think to like beep. I'm just like, oh, so (laughs) I don't know. I just, I felt like I was going crazy. I was like, you know, sitting there, like ratting my brain, like being like, is there something? Am I just going crazy? Like it was really hard to watch. And that's why I ended up blocking them both because Mm. I was like, I just don't want to be a part of this. And then as it was, I had so many people like constantly messaging me being like, are you still friends with Lexi? What really happened with Chris? Like just asking me all these questions and then like, you know, it continuing on social media and just being dragged out and dragged out. Like, I don't know. I was just so worried about contributing to drama and online hate that I was like, if I just like keep my mouth shut and say nothing, like that's fine. But then it just got to a point, like I think when Lex did the TikTok as well, like I was like, okay, I think it's time, like, I need to say something, like, about my side of the story because I feel like a lot of people were even commenting, being like, Zoe said nothing, so what, like... She's fine, don't worry about (laughs) it. Yeah. When you guys were hanging out, the three of you, was there any chemistry or anything going on between Chris and Lexi? That you could pick up on? Not that I knew of, to be honest. Like, they honestly, they always got on, like, a house on fire and I'd be lying if I didn't say, like... I'd had kind of like the thought, but no, I never like would kind of like oh, something like yeah. going on. So there was a bit of drama surrounding Aaron and also Ryan because they said that they didn't like the way Lexi and Chris went about it mm-hmm. and they were kind of sticking up for you. And then Lexi ended up leaking your private messages. Can you just mm-hmm. give us your general thoughts on all of this? <laughs> There's so much to unpack. Oh, that's what I mean. That's why I was like, I didn't want to say anything either because I was like, exactly. Like there's so much to unpack and like so much has happened. But yeah, Aaron and Ryan were just kind of sticking up for me. And like, especially as like we're super close and I know in the YouTube video, like I think he was just trying to more make the point of like, he didn't like the way the whole situation went about. And then I think he made a comment being like, oh, like, you know, I'm not even sure if Lexi like, called Zoe or not and then Lexi felt the need to defend herself because she was like no I did call Zoe which is true she did but then she made the TikTok with our messages and then Mm. I feel like I know that kind of like fired it all up again and that's when I was like okay like I need to explain because Ryan and Aaron were copying all this hate for saying what they said but Aaron was more just sticking up for me because he knew kind of what had happened prior like it wasn't just a call saying I've got feelings it was me like you know having to ask them both and freaking out and feeling like I was going crazy and so that's why yeah Aaron was kind of like you know the way they went about it was not nice. Do you feel betrayed by your friend Lexi and the way she handled things or are you at peace with it? Yeah like a little bit betrayed and just left in the dark 
because it all it just all happened so fast I think that was kind of like what it was as well if it maybe been like you know a couple months after or something like that but it just all seemed to happen so quick and that was just like a lot to handle because as it was I was already going through a breakup and a public breakup Mm. like which I've never had to go through before so then yeah I guess hurt because like me and Lex were really close and like you know over time I kind of realized too we're not going to be able to have that friendship anymore but I'm definitely at peace with it now it's Mm. taken me a bit but I'll give it to them like they honestly look really happy together I do think Chris and Lexi are a lot more suited than what me and Chris were yeah and I'm just so ready to like move forward from it all. What is your feelings towards Chris now? Because obviously there's a lot of empathy for Lexi and her Mm -hmm. situation. Lucky for her, it's not one of the important guys or important exes, but still Mm -hmm. she did go for an ex. Chris, like what are your thoughts on him? How do you perceive him? I think honestly me and Chris are just two very different people and in the end they're even like, after we broke up we just don't see eye to eye and so I just want nothing to do with him to be honest we just don't see eye to eye we have very different views Mm. on like I guess a relationship and everything and yeah just not someone that I want in my life all right so they look pretty cute on social media Chris and Lexi do you think they'll last honestly like I don't really know like I wasn't with Chris long enough to know what kind of a long-term relationship is like with him but I've had that exact thought too like they do look really cute and happy together on social media I do think they're really well suited like I'm so ready just to move forward and like you know end this whole drama and debacle so honestly like all the best to them they do look really happy Zoe, thank you so much for coming in. It's been an absolute pleasure. I know you're a little bit nervous and worried and (laughs) you've been wanting to share your side of the story. So thank you so much for doing that. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for coming in. I've got to say, like, so much respect for the way you've handled this. I I could not handle it like the way you have. (laughs) You've taken it like a boss. Yeah. Oh, thanks, guys. I'm making my head all big. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Zoe. Bye. Thanks, bye. Bye. 